1: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport.
2: Hi everyone, uh, Max Rushton here alongside Charlie Baker.
3: Hello there. Uh, here's the podcast, Charlie. What's on it? I can't remember There's a lot on it. There's <laughs> a lot remember. on it today. It felt like a very long show, but I think it's because it was packed with stuff. We had Chris McCausland, who's a very funny funny comedian. Rob Rouse, Ainsley Harriet, dropped just dropped in. Literally, wasn't booked. Dropped in. Trevor Nelson came by, talked about being your Mm neighbour, and Andy Smart was in Ashbourne in Derbyshire doing some sort of pancake fight thing, what was it? Football match. Football match. Thousand aside. Thousand aside, that was it, yeah.
2: So listen to all of that, and you will be tired by the end of it. Good afternoon, everyone.
3: Good afternoon, Charlie. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to um, speaking to Andy Smart live from Ashbourne. Wow, why don't we do it right now? We, why don't we do that oh, straight why don't we live there? for because, the moment? Because I think you need to know what this is mm. and how big a thing mm. it is in Ashbourne, mm. and get you need to do a few more countryside pursuits. Fine. What about hunting? No, not maybe up to you. That's your choice. Well, I don't want to. Well, that's your choice though.
2: Uh, Andy Smart, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you, boys? Yeah, tremendous. Thanks. So this is uh, the Shrove Tide football game in Ashbourne, which on the piece of paper says a thousand aside. Um,
4: Now, occasionally, it's probably probably more than that because it's half a village versus half a village. So (sighs) next goal wins, is it? Yeah. Well, no. It's it's the goals are three miles apart. The ball's thrown up at two o'clock. Right. They play uh, if a goal is scored before five, then they throw another ball up. If there is no score before five. Uh, it goes on till 10, and if no score by 10, then the police confiscate the ball.
2: Now, Andy, um, I play a very low level of amateur football on a Saturday, and uh, if it's a 2 o'clock kickoff, it's a 1 o'clock meet, and by about 10 past (laughs) 1, I'll be WhatsApping the squad going, you know, Hamish, where are you? Kyle, where are you? (laughs) Is there a WhatsApp group for the uh, 1,200 people in your side? You know, is is Jeff on his way?
4: I'm I'm sure there is. I mean, both teams would have been planning this since, uh, last year mm-hmm. and they probably already know who's going to score uh, if they get the ball near the goal because uh, if if you uh, to score a goal you have to actually jump into the river headmore and bang the ball three times against the millstone in the Ooh. bank uh, wow. and it's I, ju- I, ju- I just point out it's like uh, about uh it's about freezing point at the moment lovely um, is
3: there any var in this at all
4: and no, then, no, they, they did try and bring it in a couple of years ago, and it was it was frowned upon. I mean, you, you need <laughs> you need to understand. There's, there's about probably 150 people round the ball, and then probably about six thousand around the outside of that. I so, and so, so, who are you playing for? I always play for the Downers. Uh, uh, if you're born south of the the River De- Henmore, then you play for Downers. Yeah. If right. you're born North of it, you play for the upwards. All oh, right.
3: Where where is Ashbourne again? Just working out where I it's play right, for.
4: Right, right in the middle of the Peak District. Oh, right. I'm definitely uh, a downer there. Yorkshire Derby,
2: And is there, you know, is there an advantageous way to go? I mean, is the downers you you go downhill, or is it you know is the terrain pretty sort of? No, even? no,
4: no. It's it's pretty even. I mean, it will end up in the river at some point. Right. I know that, okay. uh, and it sometimes ends up in the duck pond, which is oh, very very I hate cold. That. Um, yeah, and then it, it has to cross quite a few fields to get to to the goals eventually. Um, uh, but it goes right to so all the town is boarded up so that uh, you can't break the windows uh, because the the hug gets quite intense. Like
3: um, a lot of these things, like um, thinking the Ottery St Mary barrel yeah. fire thing, the uh, yeah. cheese rolling, all these yeah. things. You know, is it a big
4: drinking excuse, Andy? Uh, of course.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's, it's, it, you, what you do is you play for about, I don't know, 40 minutes, and then you go to the nearest pub, and you come out and you ask the policeman, where's the ball gone? <laughs> oh, yeah. and, then <laughs> and then you run to the new location, and you play for another 40 minutes, and then you go to the nearest pub to that, and then, you know... Are there managers? No, no, but there there are committees between both teams have a committee that will have decided what the tactics are. Okay. Um, so is
2: there one team that's sort of parking the bus, playing like a nine hundred ninety three five two?
4: Well, we're, we're us downers are always very uh, very wary of the uppers getting in people from like League and toxic to oh, rugby club yeah, to help, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. getting some ringers that's, in, that's, absolute ringers, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, <that's>... checking if
2: <laughs> every one of the opposition is registered. Is that what you're doing? How, how often...
4: I, I can't believe I just said that just before kick-off. Cause how,
3: I'm often be score, how, how often does anyone score, Andy? Uh, how
4: often does anyone usually, score? It's usually one goal a, a game, uh, sometimes two. But, uh, they, you know, it, if you, last year um, the Upwards won the Tuesday game and then the Wednesday game the Downers won it. It's, it's over two days. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, right. It's, a it's, tar barre, uh,
3: it's tar It's tar barrelling in Ottery St Mary. Have you ever seen that, Max? No, no. Yeah. no that they one? put yeah. tar barrels on yeah. their back, they set them on fire, and, then, and they run up the
2: street. And
4: then street. they run down a hill.
2: Okay. Yeah. Seems, <laughs> seems like a thing I wouldn't choose to do. Uh, listen, like Andy, it. so it's kick, kick-offs in, uh, in, in 48 minutes. We might set come, it on well, fire. Yeah, it, we might Mr. come back Leman. to you. Leman.
4: Carry on. Okay. Mr. Lehman will be throwing the ball up at 2 o'clock, yeah. Okay. All right, good. After we've sung "God Save the Queen" and uh, "Old Lang Syne,"
2: so we may come back to you for team news, and if not, we'll come back to you mid-game to find out yeah. how it's going. All right, lovely boys. Uh, thank you, Thanks. Andy Smart, She's Andy, a comedian, Farnborough fan, and taking part in that. We said more than a thousand aside, Shrove Tide football game in in Ashbourne. Um,
3: uh, did you watch the uh, the Liverpool West Ham? I did. Wasn't it good? Was wasn't wasn't like, it good, Max? It was really exciting. I was, I was pleased that West Ham made a fist of it because mm. of Man City, they just didn't even try. They didn't even have a shot.
2: I, uh, Today, I, but they, but
3: they had a go at it last I, night.
2: I, I really felt for them actually because I thought Antonio had an absolutely brilliant. He just put such a shift. He never yeah. stopped working. They played well. They kept when they had the ball. They looked after it for the short amount of time they had it, and they created some chances. Bowen had that chance at the end, didn't didn't he? I, I had this yeah. idea. This is this is for all commentators if they or summarizers. Do you remember? Andy Gray used to say, you don't save those. Oh, yeah. And it was like one of his catchphrases. And I actually thought this after the first goal, the uh, the first mistake by Fabianski, that, that, that a summariser could steal, you save those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. it, what, what he
3: should have, because he should have saved it. Yeah, he mm-hmm. should have saved that. He should have, to Fabianski was
2: pretty at fault for all for... of them. The third yeah. one is tricky, you know. But, but still, it's a, I mean, you just think, it, it was one of those games where you watch it, I think Nick Ames sent this tweet um, saying, it's a game where you think, Liverpool are not going to stay unbeaten. But at the same time, it's a game where you think Liverpool are going to win every game. Yeah, And, and
3: look, fair play. You, you just can't criticise a team that keeps digging it out. I was with a Liverpool fan last week and he was saying he, wants it, he wanted it when it finally came to be more exciting, to have that Aguero oh, moment really? or to have that moment of great release and euphoria. And he said he's enjoying it, he's loving it, but he'd really so maybe that last night when it was a little bit difficult, mm-hmm. and like a, that, that gave the crowd something to cling on to because they were they were pretty quiet last night in. Well, you could sense the nerves. Well, you you? Could sense and I only nerves. need four wins for the title. Four, you don't have to be nervous. But I think now the thing is that they want to to go unbeaten, don't mm. they? That's and that's the. That's that record now they want. Um, Here's a text. I'd love to know how long it takes to do the pre-match handshakes in the uh,
2: 1,000-side game. Do they have a fourth official running around with a board to find players due to be subbed? And uh, here's an anonymous text saying, uh, I used to work with Trevor Nelson's daughter. I told her about hearing the anecdote. She said she's
1: sick of you both stealing a living off it. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport.
2: Good afternoon. You're listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on the world's biggest talk. World's biggest sports radio station. Yeah, award winning, Max. Award-winning. It is award winning. I mean, not today. What? Obviously, they're not the last 20 minutes from What's, you. But... Uh, <laughs> what, what percentage of the uh, network of
3: the year are you taking? Uh, uh, well, uh, We're all uh, part uh, of it, right? We have won the award since I've. Sort of joined on oh, a true. regular show. So, is it the? I'm Charlie, not claiming all of it. The Charlie but, Baker bounce. You know, is
2: just, what it's just how it works. I mean, next
3: year relegation.
2: Will it be like Nigel Pearson? You come <laughs> yeah, here six yeah, months, yeah. doing well, and then it's, it all balls on. Anyway, works. Max and Charlie in for uh, Paul and Andy this week. Very pleased to say, in the studio now, a uh, comedian Chris McCausland joins us. Uh, tickets have just gone on sale for your national tour, Speaky Blinder. Uh, how are you doing, Chris? Thanks I'm, for coming I'm, in.
5: I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm just, I'm just rethinking. You know, as a stand-up, but that's the first I've heard of that Deontay Wilder excuse, and that's I'm just, re- I'm rethinking all those bad gigs I've had yes. through my career, and yes. thinking maybe it was just the coat I wore on that, the way to the gig. That, I had too that, many things in the pockets, you know, and it was that lead hat you wear. Absolutely, mate. It's, it's exhausted me before the gig started. <laughs> <laughs> you got to
3: think of these things, Chris. It's just how it works. Now you must be in a good mood because you're a huge Liverpool fan.
5: Oh, it's incredible. It's I, I am. I am absolutely unbearable to be around at the moment, <laughs> as I'm sure most most Reds are. Um, but we've 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 held back, you know. We haven't been too, you know, too in, in people's faces about it. We've been quietly enjoying it, but scared to say anything because we've had a couple of close calls yeah. of recent years. But it's, you know, I I mean. You know, as as the the name of my show implies, they're speaky blind. I'm I'm a standup comedian, but I'm blind, and I I think the only way we can lose the season now is if they pick me and go. So. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, I will say, because uh, no, um, you weren't always blind, were you, Chris?
5: No, no. I, I've always had it. So I was I was yeah. born with it, like it's a genetic thing. But um, it, it deteriorated so. Um, eyesight was pretty good when, it, when it, it's never been great like I was, yeah. I was always rubbish at hide and seek but it's um <laughs> it deteriorated very very slowly you and from, know from about how long ago um i think last time we won the league yeah <laughs> well, i was gonna say i will
3: say quite you, a while you know <laughs> you know you've um you've not missed much in the in the 30 years no so no <laughs> a couple of good days and that's about it, isn't it? but uh, so what's Klopp, how, how what does Klopp? What's he done for the city as much as anything, anything else? He seems to have
5: brought the whole place together. Well, than, half of the, it, mate. Side, half of it. Let's not get carried side, away. <laughs> yeah. um, it's you know he's he's infectious, isn't he? And and it's it's not really just about the team doing well because you know other teams have have, have done well with very um, you know like uh, Mourinho was never been known for his joyous personality as he or the, yeah. you know the, the the kind of the camaraderie of of um you know bringing people together but Klopp is is personality it's not just it kind of brings the the players and the the fans together like we're all we're all sharing in it together, and you, you hear stories, don't you, about him making all the players learn everybody's name from the people who serve the food to the people who, you know, yeah. clean the the buildings and things like that, and making everybody part of the success in the team. And um, and it, it, it's just, and he's got that um, that big that big grin, hasn't he? And mm. it, it's just it's just infectious. I, I
2: think every team are jealous. Absolutely, of, of yeah. <laughs> I think every
5: team would love to have him. They would do, as yeah. their
2: Manager, you, you you say you haven't been too unbearable yet. Do you? do you think, because there is this idea that Liverpool fans are, will for some reason be more unbearable than other fans when they l I mean, I find any team that wins the league, their fans are unbearable and I want to avoid them. Well, and it's never Cambridge United.
5: The, the thing about Scouts is, is the more excited we get, the higher pitched we get. And so, there will be a point where you'll stop being able to hear us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but in we'll a way... Just, we'll just be annoying the dogs, you know. Um, but, but in a way,
2: because it's, because we all kind of know it's going to happen, it is slightly different. Like Charlie was saying, is chatting to as Adam Richards you were saying yeah yeah who, who sort of wants an Aguero moment it's not it's not
5: going to be like that no I don't want it I don't want that I, I'm, I want it as early as possible this time because we've you know as I said we've had a couple of close calls 13-14 and, and last year Um and I, I just can't take it anymore I was yeah. absolutely exhausted at the end of last season from <laughs> from really doing nothing except to listen to football you know yeah. but i was i was i just felt mentally drained on the back of it um you know such as the the lack of anything else going on in my life um <laughs> that i get so involved in it but um you know so this this year to be you know to have it have it done early i am i am absolutely more than happy with that and I, also, I think most of us are
3: also liverpool's success is, as Coincided with you being all over the telly, being all over the, being live at the Apollo, eight out of ten catch uh, what, what else have you been on recently?
5: Um, would I lie to you? Um, have I got news for you? Yeah. And, um, it's a purple patch, mate. It is. It must be
3: funny, Chris. <laughs> I mean, I've, nev- I've never seen it. I've never seen it myself. But you know. no, no,
5: no. <laughs> it's a, it's a you know it's a, it's a, it's, it's taste. You, no, you,
3: you are known as one of the best comics, definitely on the circuit. And now you and it's so great when you see someone like yourself who's worked hard for absolutely years, you know, week in, week out, going to the clubs, going to this, on the circuit, doing the horrible gigs and the nice gigs, to suddenly step out and step up, because we know you've got the chops, so we know that you, you will make a massive success of it. Uh, when, when did you find comedy, and how did you first step into
5: it? So, two, 2003, um, and I was working in a call centre, and i, I had, I kind of did it as a you know as you, you never do it as a career do you I'm going to be a comedian I I did it as um just to see if I could write well first of all see if I could write 5 minutes that I thought was amusing because I, yeah. I I love stand up um and then I thought, you know, maybe I should give it a go at an open mic gig. A lot of people, you know, only know comedy as the comedy they see on videos, DVDs, the telly, you know, you're, you're megastars. and mm-hmm. don't realise that there's, you know, there's whole levels of comedy that are, you know, at certain certain levels down atrocious, you know. But it's like it's like football. There's, there's yeah. non-league, there's Absolutely. national league. Absolutely. You, <laughs> you, you <laughs>
2: said that, Charlie, you know, that, that um, Chris has been working a lot of time at, at sort of that level and then gets... You know, you know, uh, mm. you know, it goes up and it, and it takes off. It, are there loads of brilliant comedians? And there's, so you know, how much of it is the best ones are the ones that we see on telly all the time? Or how much is it? You know, there's a sort of just hitting the right thing at the right time and and luck. It's all that. It's all that. You've opened a can of worms, there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Well, obviously, I can imagine. I can that. imagine in dressing rooms you know, you mm-hmm. know, stand up. You know, I don't know how, how, like, if everyone's a big family, they're like, I can't believe he or she's doing well because they aren't funny. You know, I don't know if there's that sort of absolutely backstabbing that's stuff. All, that's it. That's what it
5: is, mate. If you if you say to a comedian, I was doing a gig yesterday, and um, one of the acts did really well, and one of them, you know, died horrifically. You got which one died? Yes, you. you know, it's all you really care about <laughs> is the
2: <laughs> how badly did it go whereas radio <laughs> presenters we're all just you know we bask in each other's <laughs> success all, all, all the time um, how do you so do you consume at the ground the the facilities for blind people at football
5: are have, have they improved massively over the years well I because like I, I, I work weekends I don't I don't go regularly I go every so often to the to the football and what they do in the, in the grounds is they provide you with the you know like a little headset so you can hear the commentary mm. um, but you know you, the, the crowd around you gets so loud when anything good happens yeah that you can only hear the rubbish bits you know so <laughs> <laughs> so you're really there for the atmosphere you know you you you're there for the throw ins and the you, that's, that's all you can hear the commentate the commentary board is the the boring bits but every time there's goal action it gets really loud and you're there for the atmosphere really um so can you
3: tell the difference between a you must be able to tell the difference between a throw in and a corner and a and a good shot and a wide, they must have different sounds. The, the, the crowd must sound different.
5: Well, do you know? I, I mean, that's, I, I, I listen to the, when I'm at home, I listen to the football on the radio. I, I you know, it, it saves me on the old telly subscription. Yeah. Um, but I prefer it on the radio because they make everything sound exciting. Whereas on the on the telly, you know, so, you, you know, you could have you could have about three shots on goal and, and, you know, five minutes of play. And all they've really said is like, you know, a few names and, and had a little chat between themselves. Oh, yeah, they got to describe um, everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But on the, on the, the, on the radio they describe everything and they make everything sound sound it sound exciting so that's my um that's the way i consume the football mainly is um you know the guys here and the other ones uh there, there aren't any other ones <laughs> the, the what i, <laughs> think, they, they ones.
0: Ones.
2: Now. <laughs> I think there are other ones all uh, right tell us about the tour um it starts october the 8th goes through to december the 5th so uh you got a you got a while to prep for it is it all ready now
5: it, it is yeah so this will be this is actually going to be the second leg of um of 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 the of the tour, so I've already done a run of them, and um, and obviously a little bit more more telly. And we thought, well, let's let's you know, because we let's go out and do some let's more dates in places again. we we didn't do. Um, and <laughs> while I write the next show, yeah. and um, and so it starts in October. I'm going round a lot of places up north this time, as well. I'm doing a a, a you know a, a gig in my home city of Liverpool, which is at the Epstein Theatre, which oh, is you know 400 seats, which is at, i I'm. I, the thing I, I love gigging in liverpool one of my clubs because i'm sharing the bill with you know other comedians in my home city and yeah. when i do my own show in liverpool i'm terrified that just aunties and teachers will turn <laughs> up you know so please <laughs> liverpool tenth, come out that's, come that's out that's the 10th t- of, november. of november yeah, yeah um, i'll right. be eighth in the league by then i've checked and it doesn't look like there's going to be any champions league football that, uh, that night it's <laughs> on a tuesday um but it's it's a stand up show and it, it's it's you know it's a lot of nonsense and it's about becoming a dad and family stuff and um you know, we, we have, I've only got one, one child, a daughter, and um, and it was a 41-hour labour, and it was, it, was, it was absolutely horrific, and it takes a bloke to be able to find the humour in it. <laughs> so.
3: Are you still doing the knife-throwing act? Or? Uh, that's, what, that's how I finish, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: it's, it's the finale. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring.
2: Good afternoon, you are listening to TalkSport, Max Rush and Charlie Baker in for Paul and Andy, very pleased to say uh, comedian uh, and actor Rob Rouse joins us in the studio, how are you?
7: I'm very well, good afternoon gentlemen, good afternoon uh, TalkSport listeners And uh, that is the theme
4: to uh, Upstart upstart Crow Crow.
7: That's the theme music, yep And, And you are starring in it at the Gielgud Theatre. Yes, at the Gielgud Theatre, so I'll, I'll slip into um, a, a tawdry impression of uh, so Ian McKellen.
3: Uh,
7: yeah. Talksport listeners who probably know who he is, but... They know who Ian McKellen is. Can you do Brian Clough? <laughs> Can you do... I, I, I've never tried to do Cloughy, but it would bad. be... It's 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 kind of Yorkshire, Nottingham, air borders. That's it, isn't it? Well, 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 solid. So tell us I about. I can't it. do coffee either. For, for those, <laughs> but it's good to practice now. Yeah, it's good. Do you try want to know? It's always on. really good to try out any impression for the first time live <laughs> on national radio.
2: Anyone else you want to try and do?
7: Uh, who else Probably. we do? Have, you, have you, uh, you never
2: done? How's your Jim White? Everyone's gym. got everyone's got a Jim White.
7: It's Jim White.
2: <laughs> Can you do Angelie Harriet?
3: Uh, can just I do Ainsley? D- just no, he's just here! <laughs> Ainsley, how are you doing? <laughs> are you very sweaty. Sure I man? cycled in, by oh, Don't, don't a, worry Hawksby, about a, it. Hawksby and Jacob's show is, you know, a, a yeah. Cornucopia yeah, it really is
6: of yes. fun. Anyone can walk in at any
2: moment. For absolutely no
7: reason whatsoever. It's Ainsley Harris. Thank you
6: very much indeed. You've crashed my interview. I certainly have, Ainsley, I
7: wouldn't have had it any other way. And I would have fully embraced you, but I've just cycled in. I'm very sweaty. There's
6: nothing like a bit of sweat, is there?
7: What could you do? So if I brought sweat in, Ainsley a tea, what
3: could you make
7: of it? i squeeze
6: this? it into the old couscous okay. and give it a good stir. That's why I'd do lovely. that. Lovely. Now, Aisley,
7: Aisley,
3: me and Rob work at the comedy store. There's a picture of you as you go in to the comedy store. That's right. As you go down the stairs, the yeah. original days, they have the, a lot of comics who started out there, and you are on the wall. I what certainly is, am, talk yeah. Us through that. And
6: it's been there, well, years ago. Um, it started, uh, literally, I'm going probably back about oh, 35 years ago. And what happened was that, we wanted to kind of get a little bit more money yeah you know yeah, oh, yeah. I, I was training as a chef and uh, um you know on an apprenticeship's wage it wasn't very much and a friend of mine um, played the guitar, and I used to go round to his house. We were school buddies, and he used to play a little bit of kind of... He's Greek, actually. Okay. And, uh, and I'd been Jamaican Jamaica. We had a little song called, you know, we talked about Bob Marley, Nana Muscuri, you know, I like Musaka, I like mango, all that type of stuff. You can imagine it yeah. was a real kind of... A, a great mix of uh, kind it was of... a
7: casserole, Ainsley. Uh, it, it could have <laughs> yeah. been a casserole.
6: It could have been a casserole. I think it was more about a salsa, really. Right, oh. yeah. But, uh, you know, Argentina style, you know what I mean? Anyway... Um, <laughs> so where was I? So this is how it all came about, was that um, we decided that, you know, we wanted to go around Europe and stuff like that, but we didn't have much money. So how we, we were going to get a bit of cash in, it was perfect.
2: Ainsley, can you do me a massive favour? Because we, yeah. we're here to interview Rob Rouse about uh, the upstart at the Gilgood Theatre. If I, I am genuinely the, if, thrilled if that Ainsley's this, is here. Well, know, could you interview Rob and yeah, ask him about little, the show, please? Super. Oh, wonderful. I mean, Charlie, oh, yeah. just have a sit. We'll just sit back for a bit. Oh, well, yeah.
6: I know this is fantastic, and... Uh, well, this looks really, really interesting. So, what is it like working with David Mitchell? Is he and we see him as a character that comes across quite strong, but I kind of feel that he's got a softer side to him. I think he's got that kind of likes to sit at home, have a cup of tea with you in the kitchen, and
7: you've absolutely nailed it. He's a very gentle soul. He's yeah. a delightful man, and uh, yeah, very sweet, uh, very mm-hmm. polite, very calm. Um, I'm the only person who calls him Dave. In oh, the cast as okay. well. I just go. All right, Dave. How you doing, Dave? I call him Dave.
6: And what does everybody else call him? David. Oh, really?
7: But yeah. yeah. but I, I resent. Is the that right because of the Dave. kind
6: of university connection or something like that? Uh, well, you know, he,
7: he's one of those people, isn't he? He's incredibly bright, but carries it very lightly. Yeah. So he could talk to anyone, and will talk to anyone. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, but has a brain. That, uh, that should be uh, studied um, at some point once, mm. you know, I mean, when I've he leaves this bu- model. And what was
3: He's your studying like? His uh, yeah. book's very good. Carry on
6: Absolutely. Yeah. So what was your studying like at school then? Were you quite a clever boy, you know, uh, coming up to kids' uh, parents at home or maybe some of those people driving around listening to talk sport at the moment thinking, oh, my kids are going through exams. Mm. Any any tips of how to learn your lines or how to just to kind of absorb sort of information so That's you can then question. write it That's out? That's a great question. Yeah, it's a, it's a great <laughs> question, isn't it? It's a
7: huge question and it's opened me right up because we're talking about the big stuff. I can see that. Um, I would say um, if someone could have tapped me on the shoulder when I was a kid and said, don't worry about it, it'll all be all right, you'll work it out. That would have been the best bit of advice I could have had because mm. edu- I, I struggled a bit with education. I was I was bright enough, yeah, but, um, I had to really really apply myself.
6: Academia not your forte. Wasn't. What but, is your um, forte then?
7: My forte is is winging it. I think. Ah, yeah. Would you agree with that, Charlie? Yeah. He's known me for 15 years. I don't want yeah. to
2: crash this interview. No, of course you don't want to really, crash it. I'm really enjoying You're it. You're listening to Ainsley
7: Harriott and Rob Brown.
2: It's a crash. Max Trush <laughs> and Charlie Baker in for Paul Hawksby <laughs> and Andy Jacobs <laughs> <laughs> on Talks. Ainsley, what are you what are you what are you doing what here? what am I doing? Mean yeah. A, a <laughs> I massive was actually,
6: surprise! I was actually doing a photo shoot. I've got my new series starting on the twenty uh, second of March. It's oh. Me- Ainty's Mediterranean Kitchen, oh, nice. and Lovely. it was—it's uh, just nice to be able. You know, you've got to do these things. These long leads up to, oh, lead yeah. I should say, up mm. to the sort of press release and all that so yeah. for most magazines it's about two or three the weeks. The
2: beauty of Mediterranean, it's so simple
6: right, you know, it's the one or two ingredients and they make and it's the best food. It should be, it should be I think that um, sometimes it's uh, we, we talk about, you, you know, you casually say ingredients, sometimes those ingredients can be quite pricey mm. to get those real flavours and stuff like that so I think the, comp- the, 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 the series kind of shows you how you can achieve things in a very simple way but more importantly we're interested in the culture of the People, whether that's in Corsica, that's Sardinia, or I went far, as far afield as Jordan because the influences of med, mm. the Med down there are fantastic. And uh, that's when the sultanas start to come in, isn't it? And, oh, uh, and yeah. a bit of uh, he bit plays of, for Chelsea, doesn't he? A <laughs> bit of spice, <laughs>
7: isn't it? There we are. That's can great. I ask you, Ainsley, seeing oh, yes. as... We are, sorry, we um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I will get back to our guests, uh, Max fine. and Charlie, who yeah. sitting yeah. in uh, with see Rouse and uh, yeah.
3: Harriet.
7: <laughs> Rouse and Harriet sitting in... Well, actually, well who sits in food? It's hard to tell. Hard to tell. Yeah. But, Ainsley, I've always been fascinated by um, uh, cookery. I, mm. I, I enjoy... I love food myself. I really love cooking. And uh, you're part and parcel of igniting that passion. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, all you. the time when I was unemployed, I watched Shooting Stars and Ready Steady Cook. So you, you and Vic and Bob, huge influences in my life. So uh, it's all, a genuine... all big frying pans then. Yeah, oh huge frying pans <laughs> back in those days, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh. But uh, one thing's always amazed me: like uh, it, Italian cookery is is, is 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 lauded the world over, isn't it? It's been great food, but it's essentially wheat, tomatoes, and cheese, isn't mm. it? How have mm. they done that?
6: Well, I think that's what they do, really. If you look across the world, it's, it seems to be a bit like that. You look at South America and you think of the wheat and everything goes into the tortillas. It's the corn, mm. basically. So I think we have that basic diet. Sometimes we overdo it, don't we? Yeah. I think we'll start talking about our health and stuff like that. People should look at that. Because I'm thinking sometimes we do eat too much meat. Sometimes we do eat too much dairy. Sometimes even the wheat, and it can slow you down. It's all about your metabolism. But how do they do it in Italy? I don't really... I don't care because it tastes so fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, freshness. it really it's is matters. the freshness, the simplicity, simplicity isn't of it. it. Very and much like we've, football. We've, we've got to go to a the, Rob, we're right.
3: going to keep you here, Ainsley. We yeah. have to let you go. I was going to say, Dan, okay. no,
1: Dan says this is a bloody good Ainsley Harriet impression, Rob. <laughs> 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 I mean, the, the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Uh, good afternoon. You're listening to Walkman
2: Jacobs on TalkSport. Max Rush and Charlie Baker in for Paul and Andy. P- very pleased today. Joining us in the studio now uh, to talk about his new show, The Upstart Crow, at the Gilgit Theatre. Is, uh, Rob Rouse, thanks for joining us. It's Rob. great to be
3: here, chaps. Sorry, <laughs> I just, I, I, I just miss I... Ainsley. I just miss Ainsley.
7: Can I, I'm just sorry. Can you just put the show on hold? I'm about to be interviewed by Ken Hom. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> right. Tell us about for the people Upstart who don't Crow. know what
2: Upstart Crow is. What is it? Got of Jeffries
7: it. out there as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rusty Lee. In. They're all in. Oh, Incredible. That'd be good. <laughs> All the T V cooks had lined up to interview me. To ask me one soul searching question. <laughs> Were you good at school? You
2: yeah, didn't think yeah, today. Really if, deep. I, What's
7: gonna happen to me today? Ainsley the out's gonna ask me if Is, I was a good
2: good at school. It's <laughs> Keith
3: Lloyd to ask if you had a good relationship with your father.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can you can you tell me can you tell me focus Rob. Can you tell me what the upstart I can't.
7: <laughs> What,
2: to, to, yeah, what yes, is the Upstart play? Plan?
7: The Upstart Crow is a brand new uh a play on in the West End, written by Ben Elton, uh, starring David Mitchell, Gemma Wheeler, Mark Heap, Steve Spears, and mm. um I'm on for, for little bits and moving some furniture around. And it's it's based on the, the, the TV show that we did on the BBC. But Ben's written a brand new uh play for the London stage and we've got some new cast members as well. And it's it's a, it's it's a really funny um uh uh, play, but in a Shakespearean style, but kind of modern day. have absolute raves, haven't you? Rave we, reviews. We've had raves in. we yep, have all had been a, in. Yeah, we've, we've, had, and... we've been very lucky. We've had great reviews from um, on, all the way from The Sun over to The Telegraph via all of the other um, newspapers. And, and
3: Gemma, she's an incredible actress, isn't Gemma she? Gemma she's, she's fantastic. Brilliant. She's in Game of Thrones. She's in Game of Thrones, isn't she? Yeah, yeah which is a, a, she is
7: a game I play at home with my wife when... Um, uh, if you, it's, it's about slipping into the loo and uh, dropping a dropping an egg uh, before your partner <laughs> goes in the shower, and I call it Game of Thrones. <laughs> but I think oh, no. the series is very different. I've not seen it yet <laughs> yeah. because I haven't got Sky TV. I don't know if that
3: happens in it or not, I'm not sure.
7: I, th- I assume that's what it's about. Was, who's what's your character, please? My character's called Bottom, Rival. and he is Shakespeare's manservant. Yep. So he's a grotling. He's a he's a he's an Herbert. He's a, he's the it, bottom it, it's of the based, pile.
3: It's based when. Shakespeare was writing all his plays that's he? right yes so so everyone it... in it is turned into a character in one of his plays that's, that's right
7: that's yes it so it, it's very clever how Ben Elton writes and he weaves in real Shakespearean stories into it so it's essentially Shakespeare before he was famous if you want it in 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 layman's terms that's how i look at it
3: but it's like a panto isn't it it's like not, not yeah. exactly like a panto but it's sort of knock oh, no, about, it's big, not about big silly yes. fun
7: yeah it's it's re- yeah it's it, there's a dancing bear there's there's craziness there's a, but it it's chock full of jokes and it's really like all of ben elton's uh, great scripts it's just it's really really economical it's a little just, bit of politics a little bit of politics in there there's gender fluid uh, fluidity oh yeah they're in as well I think that's yeah. how you say it which I love chef them? is interviewing you on that uh, right? it's uh, on that one I think <laughs> we've all run out of chefs haven't we it's it's Brian Turner <laughs> I, I can
2: keep them coming. I can keep coming. Uh, can, um, I, can I ask you one of those? Uh, can I ask you a, a, a generic question about? Brian
7: Turner not, will not let you veer off the subject either. It's quite bullish. Brian Turner I mean, on gender fluidity. Yeah. Can can I ask you uh, about just like men and women, <laughs> the difference? Let it go, Brian. I know you come from Leeds and it was different time, but just
2: get with get with the time. Can can I ask you about the difference between doing stand up and acting? Because they're very they're totally different. You know, one you have total control. You can take it where you want to. <laughs> take it you yes. sort of know where you're going and the other one you are it's someone else's focus charlie <laughs> <laughs> the lawyers will be after charlie anyway after the last hour it's fine um uh, you have to you know you are following someone else's script it's a very different skill yes.
7: it's different disciplines isn't it it's um as a stand-up you you uh, you, you, <laughs> you improvise you muck around and you add to stuff all the time generally don't you material that's yeah. how you tend to work out. Well. But with uh, yeah, we well, do the same stuff. With bang time. out the, the same stuff. <laughs> you know. Here we go. It's Frank Sinatra singing yeah. rude Words." <laughs> exactly. If it, <laughs> but if it works, if it works, Rob. Hey, don't don't come on, Don't though. try and fix it because it's great. <laughs> it's great. But he writes all the time, Charlie. He writes a lot more writes than he gives lot, himself lot, credit.
3: Yeah, you know.
7: Uh, but yeah, you you have to. It, it's about being accurate, isn't it? And and uh, and all, what's interesting is um, doing a comedy on the stage. It's not like they can cut the TV cameras. So you have to be sure that the audience knows where their attention's meant to be. You've got to sort of pass. Pass the comedic ball over. I've done it's very much that. like to bring it back to football. Mm.
3: Yeah, I've done uh, I've done West End shows and yeah. The problem I have with it is I get bored doing the same thing. Do you? Yeah, every single night. Which the joy of being a stand up is you can change it all you, the time. Your set is similar. You can mm. change it all the time. You are driving somewhere new. You're in a different building. You're reacting to different people. Do you get bored, Rob? You get bored generally you probably not. probably not online. Well, why do you think I'm here? <laughs> <laughs> why did you pay Ainsley Harriet 10 grand? I know, just
7: trying to keep it. Mark <laughs> Webster's out there. I know him. I met him years ago. He's a nice fella. He'll come in to talk to me about uh, when I lost my virginity. <laughs> I believe. As long John, as he can cook,
2: I'm I'll, sure, I'll answer the sure question. John,
7: John, John ToRoad was down to <laughs> yeah. do that, if I remember correctly. You
2: a
5: football yeah, fan? Yeah, don't tell
7: John anything. He's a, he's <laughs> he's a bit loose. Yeah, I'm, a bit of a, Before yeah, before you know it, before you know it, Paul Hollywood will be you know, texting me saying, "We've all
3: remembered some more chefs now." Yeah, exactly. that's,
7: that's not how I remembered it, Rob. <laughs> Who's your football team, Rob? My football team, yeah. uh, well, if pushed, uh, <laughs> okay. would be uh, Havasage Heroes, which is the team that my uh, 12-year-old lad plays for at the moment. Okay and they how had a they getting, sensational season last year. It was brilliant. They were they were getting thumped uh, about 20 22 21-0 um each game and then uh, the last game of the season um uh, uh who hit it who who who, who hit the onion bag. They hit the onion bag in oh, yeah. the last minutes of the last game against Bakewell. Oh, they were losing about 15-0. Yeah. And they actually they scored right at the end. So it was a 15-1 defeat but that goal. And when that goal went in, yeah. um, the, if talk about losing it on the touchline. I mean, I was straight over the respect line, I don't mind telling you. <laughs> Shut straight off. over straight it. In. You know that Just... bit in parenthood when his son finally catches the ball and he's kind of dancing down the line, it was it was beyond that. It was the greatest moment I've ever witnessed uh, on a, a professional semi-professional completely amateur sports field. Mm. That's, and that's, having said, been at Anfield uh, during some of the, the heyday of the 80s. Yeah, beautiful. The Grable Arsounis, oh, uh, Dalgleish team. Mm. Ian Rush up oh, front. Yeah. Ain't drinking his milk. Beglin. Beglin, absolutely. Molby. Oh, Jan Molby, oh, of course. Yeah, beautiful. Now, that was the first time I realised you could have a Scouse and um, Danish a, a Danish accent, accent yeah, yeah. all at the same time. The mash-up. <laughs> one of my favourite things <laughs> about Premiership football. Olly Gunnar Solskjaer's oh, yeah. kind of... Premier, manc- League. Premier League. It's Premier a League. Premier League, isn't yeah, it, now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Premier League, Division One. <laughs> That's um, it. Well, I, no, I, I love I football. It. Don't get me wrong. I love football. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm not. I don't have a partisan side to teams. So you can just enjoy the beauty of it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Love the game. Love the game, and really enjoyed but, the women's World Cup as well. this but, year But that do you great.
2: find? that I find even as a neutral, when a game begins, even if I don't have a dog in the fight, as soon as it begins, for some reason... You shouldn't do dog fighting. I, no, I, I know, but it's I don't it want to talk sport too. We've got the rights, so I have to yeah. promote it. But, but when you're watching a game that you are a neutral in, you think, you start supporting
7: a team. You can't help yeah. it. I, yeah. I, I find myself drawn to whoever it is. Absolutely. In, in well, I'm like that with all... I mean, I could watch any sport and, and not feel I've wasted a second of my life, whether it's tiddlywinks or right through to uh, curly football okay. Uh, ski jumping. What an incredible oh, yeah. sport! It's insane, even start, isn't it?
3: How do you even practice? <laughs> how <do> you,
7: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what bit of you do you have missing? i
3: going to be a gun. ski jumper? But you
2: must have watched the jump. You know when you watch the jump. Yeah. And they, they do celebrities do that, first, yeah. and and they do that, and you think, God, oh, that's rubbish. And it must be absolutely. What well, a mate of
7: ours? Marcus Brigstock did it, and he busted his knee, didn't he? Yep. he was out for for a year that and a half. Tweddle broke her back on the jump. <laughs> yeah, they don't muck around. I mean, <laughs> you, you must. You can't fake it. You have to sign a form, I believe. Yeah, Nicky Clark Spit his kipper, didn't he? Split his kipper. I think he split his kipper when he went off. Oh, right, 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 hey, listen, Rob. It's been really fun. It's this. been great yeah, being yeah. in here. I'm, I'm happily, I'm so I'm basically I'm free now. Every day. Till about 5.30 when McCall is at the theatre. Oh, right, okay. So Pop I've in got, I've got like. very little to do, right. so, <laughs> I mean, if you need a kind of a, a floating Ainsley kind of character... <laughs> <Yeah. just> Perhaps <laughs>
3: you could just go wherever Ainsley is and just turn up wherever I'll, he you're is. Follow him around, yeah. That'd be nice, wouldn't
2: it? Uh, right, Rob Rouse is in the Upstart Crow uh, with David Mitchell at the Gielgud Theatre. Uh, it is uh, it's press night 17th of February. Tickets are on sale now. When's the, how long's the run? It line? runs
7: till the end of April, April oh, right. the 25th, I think, Saturday. Right, go and see it. Um, Thank you,
2: Jekyll, Any cameo cameos from chefs in the show. Well,
3: I mean, it's only a matter of time, isn't it? Yeah. When David can't do it anymore, they'll be getting Paul Hollywood in or something like that. Yeah, uh, we need another chef. we
7: mentioned him, haven't we? We just need one more to make this a really more day, tight one, segment. No. Um, more. Heston
3: <laughs> von Blumenthal. <Yeah. laughs>
7: there you oh, go, there, go, we've you know. done we'll it. it. Right. Yes, well, we're, and we're
1: out. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Uh, good afternoon. You are listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport. Where are, where are they? Oh, no, shame, well, where
2: are they? I know, it's a shame, isn't it? It's always a shame, isn't it? Uh, that is the yeah. voice of uh, Trevor Nelson. My former neighbour, oh. uh, who I'm... I, it was, I'm you totally... should mention that sometimes, I right? should, yeah. I, I think it's on my Twitter bio. <laughs> um, I, I forced you to move out of central London, Trevor. know, That's basically the <laughs> reason.
8: You did, actually. I was talking to the cabbie who drove me in there, and I said, oh, God, I used to live around there. God, this is different where I live now. And he said, yeah. He said, what was it? What was it that made you move? I said, well you get out of your house and there's a hundred people walking past you you know it's great and convenient and I said by the way the guy used to live next door to me I'm going to visit him now I haven't seen him for a while Mm. he says who's that Max Rushton oh silence from the Well, he, he swerved. <laughs> yeah. He nearly hit something, but he. he, he you say, "Bring back Lovejoy." <laughs> no, we did Oh, oh that You don't want that either, do you? Really? You <laughs> yeah. No one wants that. I prefer
2: bring back Jimbo, really. Oh, but if you can <laughs> to go through no. all, the, all the big shoes I've had to fill, um, how how you know how is how is the you know the, the countryside, countryside? Yeah, how uh, is
8: it? Brilliant. Which bit of
3: countryside do you live in? Um, you it,
8: have to say? It's, no. It's M. It's, it's M. Twenty-five borders doesn't count. It's, it's well, it, to me, it does because you need a car to get a newspaper. Okay, all right. So um, no, it's 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 great and
2: i've been around you, your new house the microwave is built in it's fitted so it's hard to
8: take charlie you know the, the funny thing is considering we call ourselves mates he hasn't been around my house no i have so. you don't remember oh, you yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah golf. oh my god yes <laughs> you have, <laughs> you, have.
2: you have
8: how great did you friends. get
2: in <laughs> uh, well listen we we still have to play the microwave masters oh my, for oh, those geez. who don't know 2011 yeah. christmas day we will auntie gay had a christmas pudding it needed microwaving i'm a hipster i didn't have a microwave I rang my neighbour Trevor Nelson Do you have <laughs> I've got a spare one because It's he did. still working And you know what happens When you press start It plays Warren G's Regulate Because it's Trevor Nelson What right? he's not telling everyone Is yeah.
8: he didn't just borrow A microwave He borrowed furniture I did well. Then uh, came yeah. back for chairs
2: I came back
3: for chairs Yeah, yeah. Gave the chair back
2: but you know Trevor
3: you you are in my house the sound of a party because your soul collections and your R&B you collections much, sorry, that I just just it. go on and 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 my wife gets in the mood thank everybody's you. in the mood that is your thing and it getting a party it going is, and it keeping is. it going
8: it absolutely is and if you were my neighbor I'd still be living next door to you <laughs> oh, because thanks, unfortunately you have oh, I'm not going to say tasting music uh, because <laughs> some people don't like that music but you have my kind of taste and unfortunately
3: he Max. oh, what's Max's taste in uh, music, Trevor?
8: Let me just sum this up. He did invite me to a party once, oh, around yeah. his, yeah. around yeah. His that's, flat.
3: That's, But that's that's um, they that, that, but that is also pressure. I've always yeah, thought. Yeah, I wonder, imagine it, if you lived yeah. next to Jamie yeah. Oliver or something, and you invited him round for dinner. You know that'd be difficult. No, would, he didn't. He didn't
8: feel. He didn't feel that way uh, about it at all. Oh, no, just, okay, but just but wanted so, to invite me round for the crack. Yeah, and um, and I said, well. <clears throat> knowing that his musical taste is a little bit more guitar-driven, I went. Well, what? what, what it's a Rocky Horror Show theme. No, 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 like, it it no. Ro- it was a Rocky it was rock, Horror Show it was theme just a party. Rock party. I refused. <laughs> I refused to go. I went and chilled out in the little annex at yeah. the back of my flat. And there he was, resplendent <laughs> on his, on his rooftop yeah. with loads of mad friends waving away and screaming. Trevor came out at midnight waved.
2: No, the party. and they were anyway, like. Well,
8: in
3: that flat. <laughs>
2: Can we talk Chelsea, Trevor? Um,
8: yeah, please. Uh,
2: you are you 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 at TalkSport to record something, but we can't talk. It's yeah. a big secret. It's a big secret. Right? Yeah. You're not taking Saturday or Sunday. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving
8: the BBC. But I do. I do. I listen. I'm, like I, I, I don't. I'm not partisan. I listen a lot to yeah. this station. Um,
2: I yeah. was asking about Jose Mourinho, right? As a, you're a big yeah. Chelsea fan, you were just yeah. saying you were very pleased when Chelsea beat Spurs, and very and very happy.
8: The, still Frank, happy. Frank did
2: the double over. Still Jose.
8: happy. Happy now. Still happy.
2: Tottenham fans are. Tottenham fans are. You know, a lot of them worried about the the. football that that Spurs are playing under Jose. And it's so long ago now that I just can't... In my mind, the football that you played under Mourinho when you had Duff and Robin and and Drogba up front... Mm. It wasn't terrible football, was and,
8: and we had him. Remember, there was part two of Mourinho. There wasn't just part one yeah. with the with the with the best team that mm. we ever had. It was there was a part two when he managed to. But you were more pragmatic with part two, but with yeah. part
2: one, it, like Jose hasn't
8: always played like this
2: in my mind. But I can't. You must remember no, I it better
8: think, than I I, can. I. I think, and and I, a lot of people talk about Jose's defensive tactics, right? And you have to remember when he came to Chelsea, he had a war chest.
4: Mm.
8: You know, yeah. I mean, and and the the competition. What was Man United? And and you could actually go around and go. I want him. I fancy him. I fa-. And the competition to buy those players, just a few teams could compete with you. So, you. It, it was impossible. And the, the owner wanted a style of football as well.
3: But I also feel like he was proving himself. Then he was. He, he was still, hungry. He was, he was still still hungry. hungry. And I feel like now he's. he's it's, it's like well, almost like a tribute act. <laughs> he walked into Fra- Frank Lampard's. Always
8: said Jose Mourinho changed my my career. Yeah. He walked up to him and said, "You're the best midfielder in the world." Which, you, you know, you're gonna you're gonna laugh at the time. Yeah. Frank Lampard, best field. He turned out to be one of the best midfielders mm. in the world yeah, because yeah. Jose gave and John Terry will tell you great stories about him. I knew for some of the players, you say, "Oh, Jose, he's, he's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing." When you get on his bad side, he's not. But I think what's going on at Spurs. I, I look at some of the post-match comments, and I am like, "If I was a player in that squad, mm. honestly." Would, I mean, what is he
3: saying? It's the difference, I think, between a Trevor Nelson party and a Max a Mac, Rushton Well, party. I don't want
8: to go into you know, one about that. But I think that... <laughs> like, I'm not even going
2: to try and
6: compete, I, am I,
8: like? I? I'm not going to be too faced <laughs> about this. When I heard he took the Tottenham job, I was really gutted. Yeah, Because I thought he's going to get me in the top four. I, I really thought, with your full squad fit, yeah. he'll get you in the top four. People won't enjoy it 100%, but he'll be effective. He will, because he sort your defensive problems out. The moment your strikers are gone he looks a bit clueless to it, me yeah, it looks does. a little it's, bit look, it's little a lot bit.
2: of money to be lumping up to Lucas Moore I've been saying this all the time I mean, I, I, on to Chelsea now you obviously everyone loves Frank Lampard mm. and, and we'd, then, we'd
8: play that 18 year old by the way up front you'd, we'd, we'd you'd, try we'd yeah, try we'd try him we'd try Yeah, I You've think we would him.
2: even without the, the transfer ban it worked well mm. for Frank that he didn't have that he had that ban to start with it had a bit of a wobble but that win at the weekend was Really big for you, wasn't it
8: was it? huge, and I think he. I mean, he obviously knows about the rivalry more than anyone else. Mm. And he, got, he got everyone up for it, and honestly, I think Tottenham were lambs to the slaughter the way they played. I, I just don't think they, you know, um, our players were at it, they had to be. we've had a disastrous home record this season. I mean, I, I don't think I've, seen, I think I've only seen us win about two games at home this season because mm. I haven't been able to go every game, but it's just been horrible our lack of nous is the word I'd mm-hmm. use and that's why I would have played Giroud a lot more because yeah. he is he's a great player he's a great player but I think everyone's wondering why hasn't Frank played him why hasn't Frank played him but I don't think he can press from the front like sure. the rest of the team and I think part of, that's my theory yeah.
2: would you play Giroud or Abraham tonight
8: I'd play Giroud oh. to start and I'd i bring sure Tammy on because Tammy Tammy's live wire he's unbelievable he's done he's way surpassed what we thought he'd do Charlie thinks he's a flat track bully well, there's a possibility of that. He's Thank only you, young. He's only young. He's yeah. only young at he's this, this point. Young right at the moment. Not a flat
3: track bully. That's not what I said. I said he's yeah. he scored. scored eleven goals. None of them against top six. And yep. in Europe, he scored against uh, the sort of second tier teams.
8: I'm not going to deny that. And he's not scored. When did he last score?
3: Mm,
5: I know he's been injured. Yeah, he's, but when did he last yeah, score? He
8: hasn't. He hasn't been as prolific of late. He scored since Christmas. I can't remember. You're, you're really throwing it at me okay, now. sorry, Trevor, sorry mate apologize. but I'd say this I'd say this about Tammy he's still exceeded expectations yeah. he's, 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 he's been our war horse he's run himself into the ground for the club
2: and, and do you at the start of the season I remember some Chelsea fans saying hey look we'll just be happy with we'll top half and, and see how it goes with yep. the ban expectations change very quickly now you and know, you're in pole position can I, say, four, it's,
8: can I say for the dearly departed Andy Jacobs mm. he's, he's still alive he's yeah dead. no, but he's not here <laughs> ok yeah he's not here right he's not here <laughs> right. But he said something at the start of the season, and he was absolutely nailed it. He Spot said on. at the start of the season that he said, "What do you, what, you know, what do you think is going to happen this season?" He said, "It's going to be fun. We're going to let in lots, lots of goals. We're going to score lots of goals. Possibly, it's going to be a ride." And he, d- he summed it up. I mean, yeah, he it. said, and, and, "And I tell you now, Chelsea fans and me, happiest I've been in ages yeah. going to a Chelsea game because." I didn't know what the outcome of every match is and, going and to be. And what a
2: shame, the first bit of praise in 20 years for Andy Jacobs on he's this not show is not here <laughs> not to hear him. Well, um, he was spot we on. When's good for golf? Got my diary here, Trevor. Uh, When's you mean, good for golf? Let's goodness, keep me. talking football. When's good for golf? I haven't We've finished.
8: finished. No, no. We've
2: got a break. I'm here for to talk. Uh, I want to talk to predict about. Predict the score tonight, Trevor. Predict um,
8: the score. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. You said. Well, again, I'm happy we got out of the group stages. I think expectation was this. We get to this point, great. It's a free hit. It's by Munich. Come on. Yeah. If we get a draw tonight, be ama- I'll be amazed. Do you want to collaborate on an album? No. <laughs> oh dear, no way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, what are you doing? I don't know. I just. What are you thought, making?
2: You and I, we've got different fan bases. I'm, I just, think we I'm can... just
8: really happy you're still in a job, Max. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I'm so happy you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am.
3: I know, it's amazing. Hey, I'm surprised you know I got, you're to got, you know co-presenter <laughs> as well. I got that record deal. I think it's still going. What are you talking about? Do you want know to tell him about the record deal? Yeah, Max has got an oboe record deal or something, know, isn't it? A clarinet, a real one. Real record one. deal. no, real one.
8: Singer songwriter.
3: You got, what, of what's, the the, what's the next collection that's coming out? Next, no,
8: um, I think I think compilation albums are dead now. Oh, if oh, you, you want tapes. the truth. yeah, no, I think they're dead. I think okay. streaming has finally caught up with uh, the old school market. Um,
2: you're gonna have to work for a living again.
8: Yeah, I do. Okay, I work very very hard. <laughs> thank you very much. But I've <laughs> had a great run. I've had a great run yeah. with, with doing some comps and stuff. But I think the music's changed so much, hasn't it? I mean, you only had to watch The Brits the other night. You know what I'm saying. It's changed a lot. Changed um, a lot. It's, it's the DIY generation now. Record companies don't have the grip they once had on this business. No. Um, and I think that, yeah, I, I I think I have actually lived through the golden
3: era. But you still can pull the out the music. record. Yeah, there got you go. No one's ever
8: I've heard and go, Listen to this. It <laughs> still means something. The curators still have a say yeah. in, the, in the You know, and I think,
3: hey, baby. That's my favourite one you play, Roger. <laughs> I think vet-
8: veteran DJs are having a great time. Yeah, yeah. Put it this way, if we lived through the 90s, it's been good. It's been good. I'd, I'd hate to start my career now, to be honest. I'd have to be doing Instagram and all oh, that God, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool I
2: Instagram-lived making a bolognese. put it on simmer so for two insane. hours. 45 That's... views did really well. Right. Um, <laughs> must come around another time. <laughs> Trevor, lovely how to how see how you. She misses, by the way. She's really well. <laughs> She's yeah. still with you.
8: She's still with me. Yeah. Why? Oh,
2: dear. Married and everything. She was lovely. I know.
8: Still is. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's a surprise for me and you. She was. She's a lovely woman. Think yeah. we've got to go to the break. Directed a stalker to my house once, remember? <laughs> 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 tell you that
2: this. i Continue off That's the no, classic. We're listening
3: to Hawksby <laughs> and Jacobs. The doorbell rings. <laughs> With Charlie Baker and Max Rushton. <laughs> Charlie, the doorbell rings. We'll see you says, after this.
2: <laughs> the doorbell rings and goes, Is Trevor here? And they go, Oh, no, he's next door. Number two. Oh,
1: great. Stalk around Trevor's house. Sorry <laughs> <talking> about <laughs> that, Trevor. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. All right. Uh, you are now, Max, I've had a complaint.
3: I've had a direct complaint. All right. Right, um, and um, so also, some suggestions on how to improve the show? our show. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, it's from my daughter. Okay. Uh, my daughter. How old is your daughter? She's four. Four. Yeah. Okay, what's her name? Um, I won't say that one. There's some weirdos out there. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, she listened to the show yesterday. It's called a Miss Baker. Yeah. Okay. She uh, she listened to the show yesterday. Hello, Miss Baker. And uh, I, she said, what, what were you talking about? And I said, We were talking about football mainly. She said, Why is it always just football? Okay. Um, I said, all right, what should we be talking about? And these were her suggestions (laughs) of what we should be talking about. Um, A kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Teddies. Yeah, okay. Yellow.
2: Yeah.
3: And books. Right. They were her suggestions of what to talk about. What's what's the last book you read? Um, uh, The Ian Rush autobiography, genuinely. It really (laughs) is? Yes. I love Ian Rush. Well, he's a great footballer. I think he's an amazing footballer. Played up front with him once in a charity game. Um, no, actually, I've lied to you. It wasn't that. It was the Cole Porter letters, which I got for Christmas. All right.
8: Are they good? Yeah, uh, they are, yeah. Very A lot of letters have, or not many A lot letters of
3: letters and right. how he came up with all the songs and right, okay. how he wrote all the songs and how okay. his career took off. Very interesting. Okay. A bit different to the Ian Rush autobiography, but, but not that different. No. You know, Both had pages and words. You know, Ian Rush's Broadway musical is yet to be produced. Oh, Rushy the musical. But then Cole Porter was rubbish up front for Liverpool in the 80s. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? You can't have everything. So, you, you know, we've all got different skills, is basically what I'm saying.
2: Okay, well, look, um, we, we can definitely, we can tailor the show. She's not necessarily the demographic. She's not in quite. The, in the meetings the bosses have, we're not aiming for the four-year-old girl audience. No. But, why not? Do you ever, ever ever a teddy, Max? <coughs> uh, no, I had, a, I had a seal. I sewed did in you? Wednesday Club. Yeah, sewed yourself. And, yellow,
3: and I did sew it myself. It sounds like a tongue twister. <laughs> I sewed a seal myself.
2: I sewed it myself. Yeah, I did. I was, you know, and I made a koala bear
3: as well. Did you? And what were they called? Did you give them names? No, can't remember. Oh, I don't believe you, Max. No, genuinely I can't you know remember what they were called. You just no. Kenny.
2: No, Kenny the koala. I think it's probably Sam the seal. Sam yeah, the seal. I'm sure. Um, okay. Now from the newspapers. Uh, do you want the question <coughs> Question of the day from the Daily Star? Why not? From Pete the Blade. Lovely. Uh, he asks, I mean, this is the waste of ink moment that Andy Jacobs would suggest. Pete the Blade took the time out of his day to text the Daily Star to say, which would you rather be, a bee or a
3: wasp? Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? I always. Got a bee, of course. A bee every time, isn't it? A bee because you are, you are creating something, you're making something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're a wasp, what 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 are wasps for? Did we ever establish that? I think why, they're important. We have for, wasps? I think if they if
2: they die out, I think humans die out. You know, I think a few that's, bees, years later. that's bees. though, isn't it? And so, uh, no, it's all connected. You
3: need wasps as well. Yeah, do you? We do need wasps. Yeah. How often have you been stung by a wasp in your life, Max? How <laughs> so often?
2: Twice a week. Uh, I'm going to say four times. You reckon?
3: I reckon four. You? Okay, ever stood on a wasp? That's a, that's Never a, that's stood a on a wasp, one. not a violent maniac. Oh, okay. No, 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 not, But, but I mean, by accident. No. Not on purpose. not think so. Okay, great, end of the great nose. chat. End of the nose. Great chat, a, a great one. chat. <laughs> <laughs> you? End you, of the nose. You, you asked the question. <laughs> I know, end of the nose. <laughs> yeah, I had one once. That's then, a nice I, one. That
2: yeah, was a painful one, yeah. Oh, How about
3: God. you? Yeah. In the mouth, yeah, in the mouth. Running, running. Oh, you've been
2: stung in the mouth? Yeah,
3: stung in the mouth. In your mouth, little sting, out it flies again. He didn't That's even catch it. it. He didn't even swallow didn't even it. Catch, didn't even swallow it. Do you want the Daily Star fact of the day? Always. It's quite interesting. This. Okay. What hat did Tommy Cooper wear? Oh, now there's an obvious answer, isn't there? Yeah, and there is. it's not. It's obviously not. A, it's, obviously QI not that, sense. it's not a fez. That's obviously, a it's wow, obviously not wow, a fez. Yeah, no. <sighs> it was a tarboosh. Very go. nice. Do you, what's I your favourite Tommy Cooper joke, Max? Uh, I don't know any. Don't know any. No. Do you want any? Do you want me to do any or not? No. You don't want me to do any Tommy Cooper jokes? Okay. Not too. Not
2: to worry. Oh, well,
3: they then, what's your best wrong. The, um, no, you've said no now, it's fine. fine. I went to the doctors. He said, I've not seen you in a while. I said, no, I've not been well. Um, the kids take the biscuit. A biscuit factory <laughs> is being targeted by sweet-toothed children. Oh, yes, I saw this. They're breaking in. To get jammy dodgers, aren't they? To get jammy dodgers, wagon wheels, not as big as they used to be. No. Maryland cookies, and that's a factory in, in Blackpool. They're breaking in three or four times a week. Yeah, don't steal to biscuits. steal the biscuits. they not be stealing their five a day, shouldn't they?
2: Really, if you want to be healthy, the kids want to be able to steal fruit and veg. Kids, if you're going to (laughs) steal, steal from the (laughs)
3: market. On
2: the subject of stealing and uh, bringing it back to sport and fitness, a gym in Acton Park in West London is tagging towels after members stole enough towels
3: to stretch from Acton to Brighton. (laughs) It's a a long long way. Um, They are nice towels at a gym, aren't they? They're kept fluffy. Not on my one. No, They're as scraggly as anything.
2: Do they? Don't trust them. They can put in the towel. Drop. Put them back out. Fresh how again. old, Max,
3: is the oldest towel in your cupboard?
2: <laughs> oh, Do you think so this is the best <laughs> question you have asked in the? Isn't in the it? I don't know how many shows we've done together. We've, must be pushing. We've got 60 there. Now. Or we've 70. finally got there. The oldest towel. Oh, it's in your my, cupboard. Do you know the other? question? I reckon we've
3: got one. I've been married uh, eighteen years this yeah, year. Okay, and I reckon, we lived together two years before that. I reckon we've got a twenty-year, twenty to twenty-two-year-old towel in our cupboard wow that's
2: good i don't think i can beat that i think i've got i don't think i've got any the youngest towel i've got is about four and i think the oldest one is about 12 i'd say the other good question and you you won't know off the top of your head okay these are the two good questions is it about the
3: oldest towel in my cupboard? no no No, it's not as
2: good as that but it is i've done this before i don't think anyone will do it in the next 20 minutes but maybe some one person can do it in 20 minutes is how many plastic bags have you got in that cupboard? Oh yes, very nice. I bet someone will have. I mean, because they're all in a one plastic yeah. bag. You well, put them all in one plastic bag. Mm. they in that. It's normally under the sink. Could one person who is just pottering around the house go to that cupboard, count them
3: all, and then wonder what you're doing with your life to count all the bags? Well, I'm in more the cupboard. interested in how many bags for life people have got because I know I, for one, <laughs> buy a new one <laughs> <laughs> nearly every time I go. To the supermarket. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm not so picky.
2: I'd like to know all. I'd like to know every all single plastic
3: bag based material. Just
2: in that cupboard, how many have you got? Um, this is the world's biggest sports radio station. Uh, Talks. You would be surprised to know that award <laughs> winning. Award uh, winning. As we said earlier, lucky we won the award. <laughs>
3: This is, this is Charlie Baker Ainsley... and Max Rushton into the eighth hour, ninth, <laughs> moving into the ninth hour of broadcasting this afternoon. It was when Ainsley Harriet came in. Who knew? It slowed down time, <laughs> didn't it? It's what he did. It was like it was like it's like Doctor Who turned up. This <laughs> is it. When it, when they write fifty years of
2: talk sport, go and the moment that it all went south was when Harry We peaked,
1: peaked last night at the Journalist Awards. It's good to pick up the award then, isn't it? The Hawksby and Jacobs daily
2: podcast from Talk Sport. This is from Jock. We are talking about mascots. Hi, Max and Charlie. My name's Jock the Jumbo mascot for Heart right? of Midlothian. Thank you questioning. Uh, thank you for questioning my hygiene. I was saying, how do they wash? You know, They must stink know those things. Either, yeah. is, we have a fantastic kit man who washes my fur and gives me a full Indian head massage and a brush before every home game. Oh, right.
3: okay.
2: uh, I may be a six foot dog but I smell Bloody lovely. He says. Oh. Thank you, John. Uh, right, uh, uh, Andy Smart has been uh, playing now for what, uh, just under two hours uh, in the uh, game in the Peak District. It is the tide football game in Ashbourne. It was 0-0 when we last uh, went to you, Andy.
4: What's the latest score? Still 0-0, still 0-0, <laughs> nil, nil. but uh, a lot of excitement here. It's just gone down into... We, what happened was uh, we went across the fire station, we went through the Fishponds car park, <laughs> It then came up, uh, they took it up uh, magic's Corner, and uh, then along uh, Cocaine Avenue, and uh, we're now into the playing fields, uh, down towards the river again. Looks like it's headed towards the river. Uh, there's been a couple of uh, bad injuries, uh, mainly mm. to the crowd, I'll, I'll say that, but the ball got away and, and uh, a few people got trampled. But uh, it's uh, everyone's in good spirits. Um, <laughs> okay. I
3: mean, you said, yeah. You mean Andy? You sound uh, let's just say a little, little less fresh than when we first spoke to you t- t- today. You no. Know, uh, has it, any, has it, anything it, been imbibed during today's match? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might have, I might have had a live now.
4: Obviously. <laughs> obviously, yeah. Who's imbibed? I've had, I've had a really nice pint of shaman. Actually, oh. very
2: nice. Oh, he's a good. Uh, who's, uh, Other who's, beers are available. Who's uh, uh, who's playing well? Blue t-shirt uh, man still do, still doing the business. Oh yeah, blue oh,
4: shirt there's, there's a young kid with uh, a Rooney shirt that on. a young kid, a number nine Rooney shirt, and he's played out of his skin. He was, oh, yeah. He's been in it all day for the two hours. He's been playing solidly, and uh, we're now by the tennis courts, just right. coming down towards the river. Um, it's. It's mainly uppers as, as usual on the on the Tuesday. The, the, the downers tend to do better on the Wednesday. But uh, at the moment, it's sort of a big ruck right in the middle of the uh, playing fields by the cricket pitch. Do you stop? Ho-
2: do you stop overnight, or do you just carry on playing all the way through?
4: <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll stay until uh, till the goal is scored or yeah. until the police confiscate the ball. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Okay. And and you you'll still be playing tomorrow. We can catch up with you tomorrow. Le- leave early, miss the traffic. <laughs>
4: Oh, no, I'll leave early. I'll, <laughs> I don't want to get involved in the weather. I've got the comedy store on there. Oh, I, I see. i will oh, so right. get back to that. You're, yeah.
2: a, you're a plastic player. You're not there for the yeah, duration. If, if we want...
4: can see you sneaking
2: out. <laughs> <laughs>
4: right, listen, Andy, we've got to leave it
2: there because otherwise we'll encroach if anyone, into drives time. Say, if,
4: if anyone wants to watch what's going on, then go, to, go on Twitter... <laughs> And follow at Shrovetide Live, and you can actually follow a live what's stream. Going on.
1: Shrovetide oh, live. That is brilliant. We will do that. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. That was it.
2: Hope you had a nice time. Yeah, lovely. We'll be back tomorrow, counting more plastic bags. That's how
1: it is. See you then. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport.